1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. For New Zealand Greyhounds, the first bet Sunday through Friday. grnz.co.nz.
2: Oh, it's arguably the biggest week on the calendar as far as racing is concerned, particularly across a number of codes in New Zealand, and we certainly are going to mark that this morning with our dissection of the latest greyhound racing news across the ditch. Davia Watson with you in the Melbourne studios in Australia, and I'm joined by Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook in our respective New Zealand studios this morning. Rosso, happy Sunday morning to you, and uh, hopefully you had a few winners in the Melbourne Cup Carnival as well.
1: <laughs> well, should have done a whole lot better, really, given the New Zealand connection to uh, Very Elegant, the winner. Did actually back her, but it was more of a covering bet, and uh, really should have done a whole lot better. Funny thing is, though, I think uh, everybody I talked to now seems to have backed Very Elegant. It seems extraordinary she didn't pay about a dollar and fifty cents.
2: Yeah, I know exactly right. And we welcome in Andy McCook for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Andy, how was your Melbourne Cup week?
0: Yeah, it's been busy, mate. We've been flat out uh, trying to get all the dogs sorted and uh, everything done. But uh, no, it's good. And leading into, of course, New Zealand Cup week here in New Zealand is a a super time to be involved in racing here in New Zealand and very elegant winning the Cup just made it a whole lot better.
2: No question about that. And, uh, Rosso, our first guest from a Greyhound perspective is a van we've had on before and uh, certainly does have a significant amount of representation as well, uh, particularly with all three Group uh, Group 1 races at Addington on Thursday night. And uh, we're going to talk about the Galaxy Sprint as well.
1: Indeed we are, uh, Damien. Uh, Brendan Coles, the man you refer to from the Lisa Cole Kennel, Brendan uh, does give us very good analysis of his own greyhounds and indeed has a good understanding of how the draws might affect these three, three Group 1 races that we have on this magnificent 12-race card coming up. On uh, Thursday evening, uh, Brendan. First of all, uh, good morning to you. Congratulations on the runners that you've got through to all three of the Group Ones. Quite remarkable to have representation in them, all as does the Fatty Kennel down there. Uh, where do you? Where do we find you on the Sunday morning?
3: I'm um, sitting in Rakaia, just uh, about 50 minutes out of Christchurch. It's um, a trainer that everyone will know over here, Bruce Stanley been a still warden greyhound racing for team forever and um, I'm very lucky to have struck up a friendship with him right from a very young age and um, he either stays with me or I stay with him whenever we travel north and uh, we have a very good understanding of each other and we get on particularly well and his lovely wife and uh, looks after me just like my mother
1: would have <laughs> and uh Brendan, of course, uh, Bruce has qualified Clark Saki for the New Zealand Cup final up against your charge, Big Time Panda. So that's fabulous. We'll talk about that uh, a little later. But of course, I've seen you down there uh, on the pitches out of Addington and also, of course, uh, your daughter Ella, who's such a big part uh, of the kennel, Brendan. So how are you juggling things at the moment, given there's quite a bit of racing back home for you at the moment and you've got a whole heap of nice new young dogs coming through?
3: Yeah, I'm very lucky I've got a good staff, Mark, and they've been with me for a long time. Some of them nine and ten years now, so uh, it's just a matter of sending through dogs to run, and our straight track at home is fully cameraed, so I can watch every dog slip up the straight track. And... um, go back and and, 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 and analysing it because I think it doesn't come up 100% and with the timing system on it as well I know exactly what they've got to run to get from one end to the other and if they don't run within a length or two of what they would usually run I I know that I've got plenty to try and sort out
1: and let's um, get down to the Galaxy Sprint we're going to talk about in this part of the show because you've got the three dominant favourites in the race, Typhoon Tim, Big Time Cooper and Big Time Bree and we'll talk about the dogs and their respective chances. Uh, it's race number 7 on the card, 7.38 New Zealand time on Thursday evening. Brennan, from the time Typhoon Tim touched down in New Zealand, there's been a lot of talk about this greyhound who seems to have breathtaking speed, and so far he's gone through the series unbeaten with heat and semi-final. Draws up in box six in the $30,000 group one final. What did you make of his semi-final run, given he was two-tenths of a second slower than what he ran in his heat? Yeah, I was
3: actually disappointed. I, I sort of thought he'd run 15.8 um, 8 and improve again, but he didn't. Um, his first section was the same, um, but his run home wasn't as good. But it's, it's a funny old uh, weather system down here at Christchurch. The wind did pick up there for a period of the day, and sometimes you can just be running into a, a really strong wind, and then it sort of drops away again. And, on a couple of races there you would see that a few dogs went around that 17, 13, 17, 15 and they, they were running into a pretty strong headwind and um, that, that just may have been the challenge um, in the run home time and uh, that, that's all I can put it down to because I, I can't hold the dog, I can't anything wrong with the dog and um, begun brilliantly again he did roll off the corner a little bit but he has done that in each of the three runs that i've done so far so uh, yeah um, i can't find nothing wrong with the dog so uh, i think it's, I think it's um, just one of those things that i, I put it down to the weather conditions that, that came about, came about.
1: I've got to bring in co-host uh, Andy McCook here. Andy, I know you have con- some concerns around the $2.80 favourite Typhoon Tim, just given the fact that he is now drawn outside uh, another of the coal runners in big-time Bree.
0: Yeah, drawn out widest uh, the three speeds. There's this Typhoon Since Tim and Brendan. Obviously, you're a bit of a form analyst as well and you know this stuff. Uh, any concerns around the draw for you, being that he's drawn outside of Bree in particular, but also going to have to work to get around Cooper too?
3: Yeah, there's an issue there, mate. Three um, likes to run dead straight off the five, um, and I would have preferred him to be in the five and her to be in the six, and, and I would have been extremely happy. So I can see the two of them actually checking each other a little bit, and that's, that is the concern.
0: Given that Bree hasn't been lightening off the lids so far here at Addington, is there some chance that he might be able to beat her off the lids, albeit it's hard to to be a length in front of a dog like Bree immediately at box rise, but at best, could he potentially beat her early, or is is there no chance of that happening, and that's definitely going to be an issue with Bree there?
3: Um, Um... Yeah, he could, me, and but, Andy, but she, she's a quick bitch, mate. Real quick. Um, um, and she can come out as good as any of them. Um, yeah, it's just, they just got to do things right on the night. But, yeah, look, uh, it is going to be a problem. But uh, in, in saying that, like, she hasn't been lightning quick off the, the lid the last couple, but she has got little knocks straight away. And last week, uh, herring the picked off straight away. Straight away. Um back and um, dumpf and that's just a little bit of momentum off them so Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, yeah, it is a yeah, bit of an, issue but, an yeah, issue but yeah, what can you do, mate? they cards with built card, on. And,
0: so given that tim has come up with a slightly awkward draw the dog who hasn't got an awkward draw is big time coos he's come up with the red rug a greyhound who we've known over a very long time to be very fast he comes up with box one he must have be been happy to see that
3: Yep, yeah it's always good to get one with the right draw so um yeah he's a professional he doesn't miss the jump jump very often and if he does he's got that much acceleration he can be up there in front and you know that he's strong um, you know last year he won the compilation of the cusp um, quicker than the actual cup went and just sort of age and injuries and things now he's reverting back to sprint and sort of prolonged his career a little bit um, but he's very happy with the inside door, and um, he's a brave dog too so he's sort of coming down on him he's, he's not going to um, back off, he's going to keep pushing forward
0: Brendan, for those listening that don't know, uh, Cooper's obviously had a few issues throughout his career. Can you talk us through what it's taken you and the team to keep this fella on track and getting him prepared to be a second favourite now for a Group One?
3: Yeah, well, yeah, well, when when he was younger and he was just one them in a row, he, he looked he looked like the dog was going to take to Australia. He had the brilliant early pace and everything, you know, everything was spot on, and, and he. Um, he um, he basically, he tracked the hock and he got some chips in his hock and he's got a couple of screws put him in it and he broke a net of castle So he had um, nearly nine months off uh, from racing and missed all those restricted-age racing and things like that. Otherwise, he just would have been a dominant force in New Zealand. Um, um, we got him back and him back. everything was firing well and it was going tremendous and then he tore his back left priscilla <laughs> uh, right from the bottom and I thought, okay, we're in big trouble now. Um, but another sort of four or five months off, uh, he's come back again on touch wood so far, he's been 100% down.
0: Rosso, we know cooper has been one of your favourites for uh, a very long time and from the draw, he's a very realistic chance of uh, adding the Galaxy to his belt. Come Thursday
1: night. Yeah, love him to bits, Andy. You know what it's like as a commentator. There's certain dogs, I mean, it's just fun calling them all, really, but there's certain dogs that you sort of take to and uh, obviously the ones that can can be fast, can, can do something extraordinary that can just make things uh, that little bit exciting with some stunning sectionals. I'm just wondering, uh, Brendan, in terms of uh, him drawing box number one and him having improved by uh, just over a tenth of a second, semi final, uh, sorry, heat to semi final, is there even more improvement from him uh, going into this final? Yeah, quite yeah, possibly,
3: quite Mark. Quite. Um, um like we found that when we travelled him down here, he, he didn't always perform as well first up. But as these series go on, and he's just sitting down the road and not having to be worked up and do the travelling, he's always got better. Um, he, um he, the dog is quite worked up and things like that, so he really um, needs to be like this even not doing the traveling end. we found that the squeaker down here um because we don't have the squeaker on our lure arm but was just sending him over the top so uh we found that by staying back further, to stir up and just let him compare it rather than see it That made a big difference too but look nothing would surprise me with the dogs. He's, he's this dog he's fast fastest Trojan horse um look, look He's, He's probably a 16-8 on a good track at Addington any day of the week um, and he can come out of the boxes as quick as anyone. So, uh, hiding his age around and doesn't hurt himself or anything silly like that. Um, yeah, I've really got my fingers crossed for a great performance.
1: And, um, Brendan, before we leave the Galaxy, big-time Bree. Obviously, we've mentioned her in discussions so far, but she is winning them in a row. She is unbeaten three from three course and distance on the track. She was beaten in nose in the New Zealand Oaks down there, and that was a big run from her. Just ignoring the fact that Typhoon Tim's drawn to her outside and that they could potentially cause a few problems for her. She's been remarkable from the middle draws, and she's 10 from 14 box five, including that semi-final. So it, it's almost like she's just one of those dogs who's quite happy drawn up the middle there, she seems to be able to pick it well enough.
3: Yeah, she's an extremely good bit. She's um, going to be a very valuable group if she's this racing. And um, you can't really write her off because She's just fast. She's very, very fast. And as you've seen in the semi-final, she can, she, she can sit three wide around around these 300-metre dogs and just finish over top of them because she is a 500-metre dog. The only reason that she's in the Galaxy market is because she came into season and she's about with seven or eight out of season. And uh, I thought that it would be too tough to try and get up to run the 500. So we thought, right, we're going to opt for the Galaxy. And that's the only reason she's in the Galaxy and not in New Zealand Cup.
1: And Braden, look, I, I don't fully want to put the question on you, but I'm trying to form my own opinion as to the order that I'll put the Greyhounds in, um, selections-wise, on the night, and we're a few days out here. From talking to you, though, I'm forming the opinion that big-time coopers is a very strong chance. Are you willing to put them in order based on the draw?
3: Yeah, well, you would think all things being equal, Mark, but the the one box is such a big asset. And they've got to get around you, and they're all running that sort of 583, 585 to the first mark. And when you've got eight very fast 300-meter dogs in a race, the dog that's on the inside that's running exactly the same section has got the shortest way home. So my gut feeling is that... The keeper is the better of the three from the draw, but
1: my two backup goals are very, very good. Absolutely, no doubt about that. Three dominant favourites in the Galaxy, and of course some other very good short course sprinters in there, including three from one young litter that Damien Lane trained by Fabregas out of tea time. Uh, Brendan, we'll come back to you shortly to have a chat about your chance in the uh, New Zealand Cup and also the New Zealand Stayers Cup as well, the other two Group 1s. Of course, the New Zealand Cup's the $100,000 outright feature where you've got Big Time Panda. Andy, before we wrap up this segment, I'm going to be getting your selections for the Group 1s a little later in the programme. Has our discussion with Brendan firmed things up for you in the Galaxy?
0: Uh, it certainly has firmed up my thoughts around Cooper. I seriously thought when these uh, markets came back out, Rosso, that Cooper would probably end up favorite uh, just down to the draw. The typhoon, Tim, still favourite. Big time Cooper's second favourite. Pretty happy to have uh, Cooper on top from the draw and suggest he's a big chance of winning the Galaxy.
1: So, Damien, that's our discussion around the short course sprint. 295 metres, it'll all be done in probably sub-17 seconds, although, um, you know, these can be very competitive races and sometimes the Galaxy isn't the fastest sprint on the night. But we've got a fine field there of young versus experience uh, in that particular race. But shortly we'll get back to Brendan and talk some more about the other two Group 1s.
2: Yes, in particular, as you refer to, Big Time Panda and also Big Time Harley. And I should mention later on in the program we'll chat to Robert Wales who bred and co-owns the New Zealand Cup favourite as well. So we look forward to that later on in the program on Kiwi Chasing and another edition for this Sunday morning. Damian Watson, Mark Rosinowski, and Andy McCook with you. All thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds, the first bet Sunday through Friday, grnz.co.nz. More come on the other side. Live around Australia on SCN Track, you're listening to Kiwi Chasing
1: for New
2: Zealand Greyhounds. First for form. Big week at New Zealand racing and certainly heating up here on Kiwi Chasing. Dobie, Watson, Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook with you, all thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. And we're having a chat with Brendan Cole. We've already discussed at length the Galaxy Sprint. And, Rozzo, it's time to turn our attention to the other representatives in terms of the other races for Brendan Cole and his kennel in Big Time Panda and, of course, Big Time Harley.
1: Yes, indeed. Thank you, Damien. Race nine is the one hundred thousand dollar Group One New Zealand Cup, and it's at eight twenty four New Zealand time, uh, six twenty four Melbourne time. There and uh, Brendan, big time panda representing the kennel here, a very fast greyhound who seemed to make marked improvement from the heat where she just scraped through to the semi, but the semi a very bold run, only nailed late by Clark Saki, trained by a good mate Bruce Dan.
3: Yeah, um, yeah um, the issue that we've had, yeah, Mark, is we've, we've only been able to race the on the one turn tracks over 450 metres, and, and as, as you know, Addington's a very strong 520, and, um, and, um, and um, we did try to get down and, um, here a bit and, um, earlier, but a few, few seconds it just stopped us getting here. So getting the dogs, dogs were coming off, um I um, um, would call a very soft run, run, and trying to prepare for a hard competition over the next three weeks and uh, unfortunately um, quite a few of them just sat down the last 80, 90 metres and it cost them their spots from getting to the next round which I knew in my mind would vastly improve and if I could get one through the final I knew that I'd vastly improve the team I'm thinking that's what's going to happen with uh, Panda. Um, I, I, know, that she I run, know that she isn't a weak pitch. She, she a weak actually push. can she run out can the 5.20 well, very well. But it's just a lack of running over the 5.20. has seems
1: a hundred there. Andy McCook, I'll bring you in here because I think you'll be quite interested in talking to Brendan about Panda drawing box number eight and indeed uh, the effect that it might have on the race, in particular the $2.10 favourite Opawa superstar who's drawn in the seven.
0: Yeah, certainly going to be an interesting run into this first corner, Brendan. Uh, we know Panda's main asset is that early burn that she has. Uh, what are your thoughts around drawing box eight? Is that something that suits her style or is she a Greyhound who would be better off draw closer in?
3: Well, when I saw who was in the final, I thought, you probably want to draw the inside because there's so much pace. But in saying that, she can scream early this week, and um, Box Eight might not be so bad because she comes out like she usually does. She was the fastest lead-up in both rounds, and she comes in like she usually does. She'll be possibly in front of these dogs, and I've uh, only got a bit of a tangle up, and uh, we might skip away, and we definitely will round out the race better this week than what we have did last week and the week before.
0: Interested to get your thoughts around what sort of time you think Panda can run around Eddington. Obviously, we've seen a reel of some very fast opening splits at, uh, at Wanganui and, and she's got a sub-30 second gallop to her name around Hattrick Raceway. What do you think that translates to in terms of what she'll be able to run at Eddington with a clean run on the lure now that she's starting to peak fitness-wise?
3: I think she's a 29.9 dandy, that's what I think um, that she can run. I think she can run 29.9 off all my assessments of when I look at what dogs I can bring down to Addington. Like, I, I go through them and look at their times and everything and and, and I have sort of a, a method that I use to think to myself, well, she she should be able to, do all things being equal, being rock solid, run 29.9 uh, and with her early speed. That, that puts her in the race if she does everything right.
0: In terms of the field week, as you said, there is a, a fair bit of speed in the race. Is there a greyhound that worries you the most uh, in terms of trying to lead it to the first corner? Obviously, you know, we've got dogs like Leonard Bale, Fairly Able, Rock-On-John, and even Superstar. When he does get it right, all greyhounds with good speed to the, to the first corner. Is there one that worries you the most trying to get around into that corner?
3: Oh, I think what the proven dog is Leonard Bale. Um, um, he's a very, very good dog very, very and very tough early, and um, Nathan um, Goodhead was crazy. He's, he's been training dogs for a long time, and, and uh, there's been no stone unturned when you're running for a hundred thousand dollars. So um, he, he, in my mind, is the leader of the race. Um, look, I know that the seven dog is very good too, but I don't think there's a lot between any of uh, three or four dogs that are in the field that have shown their early speed. It's just which one comes out on the day, out on the day.
0: Rosso Pandora Greyhound, you've seen a lot of obviously calling her uh, most weeks up in the central district. So you'll know uh, as well as uh, I know and Brendan knows that that early burn that she has is uh, second to none in terms of uh, the
1: burn to the first corner. Yeah indeed and um, of course um, just before she headed down there and uh, Brendan alluded to the fact that they're restricted to a diet of 457 metre races but she put a very fast time up there uh, at the Manawatu so she headed down in good shape and she's taken that step up from heat to semi and now with further step up into the final. Uh, perhaps she's a dog that uh, people should consider trifecta's first force because she'll boost those. She's sitting at $14 at the moment uh, in the market to win that race with the New Zealand TAB. Brendan, I want to take you to um, the third and final of the Group 1 races on Thursday night. The New Zealand Stars Cup. It's over 732 metres and you've qualified here uh, big time Harley and he stepped up to 732 metres for the first time. He led for a long way. Uh, he eventually finished a four and a half length second. What did you make of his run? And most crucially, how well did he come through that assignment?
3: Yeah, well, I was really hoping he was going to run about real strong, but that was his first 700 and a very hard run at Eddington. But um, coming off a heap of um, 660 metre races at Manawatu and and Cambridge on the one turn track, He'll have to improve a bit more to be fair. I think he can lead the race again, um, and that's the way to help. But uh, I think uh, uh, there's one or two other dogs that might be a bit stronger. But in saying that uh, as long as he improves... Um, uh, You know, and that's the main thing, if he he finds a bit more, which they can do after having one or two 700s. We gave him a slip down at Addington, about a 670, 680 metre slip the week before, uh, when Alice first arrived down there. And she thought that he ran for the line quite well and had high hopes in the heat that he'd run it out a lot stronger. I think he got a bit lucky in the heat because there's a little bit of a tangle up there turning to home, which can happen. but he's, if he gets out of front and he's running his own race and he doesn't get any checks in that and he doesn't lose his momentum, which you know, this thing can happen in races, um, that's a big accident.
0: Yeah, certainly will aid him if he can find the lure early Brendan obviously you've got other dogs in on the night as well Just quickly one I'd like to get your thoughts around is uh, Big Time Prada before we let you go uh, Obviously Greyhound with a, a stack of speed She goes around again over the 295 metres What did you make of uh, her first up uh, effort at Eddington Raceway And what are you expecting from her comes Thursday night
3: yeah, should have listened to my daughter, kept on telling me, Dad, we've got to get down and told this dog, we've got to get down and cold with dog, this dog can win the Galaxy and I said, ah, we'll be right." And uh, sure enough, mate, didn't come out, like well, she come out and um, got tangled up and didn't even manage to make it through the next round, which was unfortunate, but we did trial here on, uh, I guess, uh, Friday? Friday, we did trial her on Friday, actually 17 12 before the just uh, races and
0: uh, I, think, I think we'll see a different dog just coming Thursday Well we do appreciate your time on the show uh, this morning Brendan thank you for that and uh, obviously all the best comes Thursday night with uh, your host dogs that you have going around
3: Yeah thanks guys no worries and uh, yeah it's big night eh? and uh, just hope it all works out well for everyone and everyone gets watch something
0: it certainly will be a big night Thursday night, Damien, as uh, we bid farewell to our first guest, our guest and Brendan Cole, who uh, certainly does have a stranglehold on uh, the Galaxy in particular.
2: Yes, significant representation, as we said. Uh, we'll hit the news, and on the other side of this break on Kiwi Chasing, we'll get your selections, Andy, along with Rozo's for the Group 1 races on Thursday. A big week of racing across all codes in New Zealand. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first before. Racing on this Sunday morning on SEN Track, all thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds, at the first for form. Certainly a bevy of Group 1 races to look forward to on Thursday as we bring in Andy McCook and Mark Rosanowski, uh, Rozzo some yeah, intriguing tips I'm sure tips coming up sure, and there's a lot up, of depth in these races, in these as, we races we well know. as we well
1: know. Yeah, look Damien, we're a few days out but we've had a chance to chew over the semi-finals. We had rounds of heats as well uh, for these, um, with the Greyhound Cup and for the uh, Galaxy so um, the final is the third round for them. So we've seen plenty of them, which is terrific. Plus, of course, the New Zealand Stayers Cup had two hits uh, last Wednesday. Andy McCook, let's start with the $100,000 feature. 2021, got new sponsors, Suck It Up Limited, New Zealand Greyhound Cup. 8.24 New Zealand time, 6.24 Melbourne time. Very keen to get your selections in a race where we've talked about big-time panda. Soon we're going to talk about Opawa Superstar, who is the short order. But I think we both agree that Opawa Superstar superstar has not been well served by the draw, so how are you seeing the Cup?
0: Yeah, the draw certainly made it very interesting. And uh, as you say, we'll uh, you touch, so base touch base with, with Robin Wales a little bit later on. But uh, even uh, uh, co trainer Dave he is uh, concerned about the draw and the run in which he might get to the first corner. So I think there's a little bit of an each way play here in the form of Tokyo Bird. She's gone up $7 uh, with final field or futures markets here in New Zealand. I think she's going to be very backable each way. Graham to her outside is fairly able, who does like to use up a little bit of the track. So. Even if she's not the first we see, she should be able to follow the paint throughout here, Tokyo Bird, and she was strong through the line, almost uh, getting over top of Fairly Able with her heat. So pretty happy to play her each way. I think Leonard Bale's the hardest to beat. Slightly niggly draw for him, speed to his outside and Fairly Able to his inside, who, as I said, can use up a little bit of the track, but gee, he's just been scintillating through the series. Last week running a personal best. He's certainly no spring chicken, Leonard Bale, and it would be great to see him pick up a, a Group 1 New Zealand. Uh, for his connections. Outside of them, obviously you need to have superstar in the mix, Rosso. Uh, he's a quality animal. He's going to win some very big races. And the way he's going, you would almost think there's a chance the team take him across the ditch and, and tackle something in Australia with him. If he continues on the trajectory he's on at the moment, uh, he'd be very competitive against most over there. And with an early speed and the wide draw Panda looking some sort of chance as well. But Rosso, for me, I think Tokyo Bird a little bit of an each-way play off the cherry.
1: Indeed. Well, I've got her in for second. Andy behind Leonard Bailey's nearly four. Slightly tricky draw, as you say. Gee, he's been reliable this time in. And to run 2992 PV uh, in the semi, uh, this stage of his career is something else. Tokyo Bird does look the each-way play. A power superstar I'm not going to run without. After talking or hearing from Brendan there with Big Time Panda, she's won on Include in Trifecta's first four. She'll give it a wee bit of a boost. Otherwise, I'm just playing around the four favourites, Andy. Very quickly, though, your thoughts on Rock on John. He's the defending champion. He's doing everything right apart from winning.
0: Yeah, he's just yeah, not he's getting just through the line and he good as he rock on John. He's uh, he's very, very uh, weak late in the piece. And it's just hard to see him getting a clean lead here. Obviously, Leonard Bale with speed. We're going to see Panda burning. Uh, Clark Saki's been very good early. So it's very hard to see him getting a clean lead into the first quarter, which is his only hope, basically, of winning the race. So although it's good to see him in the final, it's hard to see him winning.
1: The Galaxy Sprint Race 7, 7.38 New Zealand time, 5.38 Melbourne, and I'm sensing after the chat with Brendan Cole that all it has done is uh, firmed up your thoughts around Big Time Cooper's top, top pick.
0: Yeah, very keen around Cooper. Uh, Just the way he's improved through the series uh, for mine has been a a greyhound that's about to peak for the final, which is what you want to see. Pretty keen around him, pretty keen around the $3. Uh, Like I said earlier, I thought he'd go up favourite after the semi-finals and you're still getting a price of which you can play into. So I think he's a clear top pick because of the draws typhoon. Tim obviously is speed merchant. You have to have him in calculations. If he can dodge pretty early, then he'll be there or thereabouts. It's the obvious third and 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 Uh, I think that the three coal runners, three Rozzo, coal Rozzo, sort of stand Rozzo out, sort of stand head and shoulders head above shoulders the rest, above and behind the the them don't really know where to look for Okawa Bailey off the outside, potentially uh, uh, some, some place value in the race with a clean run into the first corner, but Rozzo, you sort of have to take your hat off to the coal team, because Cooper sort of five or six starts ago, he looked like he might have been past his best, and with his injuries and age certainly not on his side, you wouldn't have forgiven him to be past his best, but the coal team have worked hard and, and got him back and he's, firing, back and he's firing,
1: right firing right when it matters. Yeah indeed and of course they won the race last year with Trojan Horse, a greyhound who had like Cooper been a group one winner over the middle distance and then uh, became a very good short course sprinter from the back end of his career. Not much to add there from me uh, to be fair uh, Andy and so quickly your thoughts on race 11. New Zealand Stars Cup uh, for Campside studs 732 metres race 11 9.21 New Zealand time 7.21 Melbourne Uh, And here, uh, faster of the heat uh, winners, Youth of Bale draws up nice and close again in box two.
0: Looks hard to beat as well, doesn't he? Uh, he's been a powerhouse of racing here, yeah, here over ground, ground, ground for a wee while now and long he long certainly now. deserves a, a stayers cup so cut under his belt. belt. As you say, comfortably you say, faster than the other heat, which was won by Nighthawk Wish, which was the surprise uh, of the series. 43.78 Nighthawk Wish compared to the 43.52 of Vale, and we know he can run faster as well so I think he's a clear top pick. I don't think he's past the post but I think you have to have him on top. Harley aware add interest with that early speed but just that question mark over him the last little bit and one of the interesting runners as always in these races Rosso is Student Loan. who if you were to run this in lanes uh, he'd be winning it every day of the week but he is a funny funny dog he can blow things to pieces completely doesn't like leaving the rails so the draw not ideal for him he'll need a little bit of luck you would think in that uh, gold star Truman Claws and Leo look the other two main hopes to, to run into the miners.
1: He is the defending champion, is Student Loan? Of course, we've got a fairly wide runner in box four. He's lee, who showed good speed in the heat early on, too, who could have a bit of an impact uh, on that race. But I'm with you with Uther Bale. There we have it, Damien, a look at the selections for the three group ones. And shortly, we're going to have a chat to a man who knows plenty Uh, about winning New Zealand Cups, and uh, he's got the favourite this year, Opawa Superstar. His name is Robin Wales of Opawa Racing. Of course, the dog is prepared by Gene and Dave Fahey, and co-owned too by Al Davidson. More on that shortly.
2: That's right, and uh, the favourite is currently $2.10 on the market at this point in time. You're listening to Kiwi Chasing, all thanks to New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Robin Wales up next.
1: Live around Australia on SEN track, you're listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, first for form.
2: Welcome back. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning on SED Track. You are listening to Kiwi Chasing for New Zealand Greyhounds, the first for form. Damian Watson in the studios in Melbourne, Australia, joined across the Tasman by Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook ahead of a big week of greyhound racing in New Zealand, highlighted by a stellar amount of races, Group 1 races on Thursday night. And we've talked about the New Zealand Cup, Rosso, to a significant extent. And our next guest is a man who bred and co-owned the favourites and still co-owns the favourite, of course.
1: Yes, indeed, Damien. We we're talking of Robin Wales from Opawa Racing Limited. Opawa superstar, new kid on the block. Thirteen starts, eleven wins. Placed in his two unbeaten, uh, beat, two times he was beaten, he's still placed. Uh, remarkable story. Twenty-one months of old, uh, uh, twenty-one months of age. Two dollar ten favourite for the New Zealand Cup, and uh, Opawa Racing have been involved in four of Gene and Dave Fahey's nine New Zealand Cup wins. Robin, as we welcome you in, uh, good morning. How important is the New Zealand Cup to you as a greyhound breeder, owner, and trainer? Uh,
4: good morning. No, it is, uh, 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 it's a real uh, privilege to have a dog in, but it's, it's great to win it, and especially if you can breed, if you breed the winner. we breed the winner once before, and um, we'd love to do it again.
1: So that was a power with Swede in 2013. Did that make that win more special than your other wins with Winsome Show and Winsome Daisy and Winsome Bucks?
4: Well, I suppose in some ways it did because we had the dog from day one. Admittedly, it was trained by Dave, but we owned it and broke it in and did everything with it, you know. So that was really great. Feeling. So
1: this dog's called Opawa Superstar, and he's very quickly lived up to his name, Rob, it would suggest that this dog has shown you quite a lot right from the outing, with you having bred the dog and, uh, and broken it in. So tell us about how early it was when you noticed that this dog was something special.
4: we broke it in at 12 months months, and then we turned it out, it it couldn't really show us much then, admittedly we weren't going for time, however um, in June when we brought him back and trialled him two or three times we suddenly realised that we really had something, a real good one probably the best we've bred. As soon as I I realised that, we sold half share 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 to a mate of mine, and then
1: got got loss to Dave Dave Bay, the grain. And things have been going swimmingly, uh, Robin, and that mate of yours was uh, Alan Davidson, who works for the business I do, the New Zealand TAB, and uh, I know he's had a couple of dogs before, an Opawa Al and a Power rock star, but this is a big step up for Al.
4: Yeah, yeah, well, this is a, a, a good dog. Uh, originally, we were going to sell here uh, here in Opa to him, the Mother of Superstar. Um, however, it didn't come up, it wasn't trialling that good, and I told him it wasn't good enough for him. So, um, uh, No, he's, he's given us a good bit of luck with this dog.
1: That's for sure. Andy McCook, as I come to you, obviously you've seen a whole heap more of this dog in the flesh, and I've no doubt that you've got some thoughts for Robin around this dog and maybe around where it's drawn as well.
0: Yeah, he's a dead set uh, well-named dog, Opawa Superstar. Robin, a very good morning to you. Uh, He's come up with box number seven for the final. Young dog and a little bit inexperienced. What's your thoughts around that? Because on paper it looks to make things a little bit harder for the favourite.
4: Well, as a punting person, I am. I don't think he's a good bet in the final. Uh, I think the, um, the door is not doing him any favours whatsoever. Uh, I'd be very hopefully at him win the final, but um, it's going to have to be a lot of luck. A lot of luck. A lot of luck. You just said
0: uh, you like to have a little bit of a bet, Robin. Uh, looking through the rest of the field, who would you uh, think is the hardest for Superstar to be beating come Thursday?
4: Well, I think them dogs with are the draw up close to the rails, and I think Craig Roberts has probably got, um, got the two good draws uh, with his, his couple. Um, I'd love to have the um, one of their draws, but... Uh, we're not dealt with that just on Superstar Robin obviously
0: very early on his career but the things he's doing suggest that he's uh, a whole lot above average what are the plans with him Is is it just a case of sticking around New Zealand getting his restricted age stuff out of the road or are there any plans to potentially go to Australia with
4: him uh, I think the Aussies would be too smart for him. Um, he's not the greatest beginner, uh, but no, I, 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 we've really got no so interest in going to, go to, to you know, into Australia, really. Did say, especially of COVID around um, everywhere. But no, we we're quite happy just to uh, just take races as they come along in New Zealand. That's the Robin, you've also got a a
0: smaller part ownership in Fairly Able, who goes around in the uh, cup final as well, comes up with box 2. Bit of a shock winner of the semi-final, but uh, she's been a handy bitch over a a, a
4: short period of time. Yeah, no, she goes very good, very good. I prefer to spot was that? but um, ah, uh, no, no, that goes all right. It's got a good jaw, but I don't really think it's up to that class of them, you know, a few of the others in that field that'll break 30 seconds. I just don't think it's good enough. we'll see. But we'll see.
0: Representation and one of the other group ones for Opawa Racing Limited as well, Robert, uh, in the Galaxy with uh, Opawa Bailey, who's been a, a good dog for a very long time, competitive uh, at the top level and a finalist last year. What are your thoughts around him come Thursday night?
4: Well, it's like um, Sam, who's trained the for up now, um, said it needs to be another seven to be uh, to win it. But to win it, but to win it. Uh, he's done a very good job with the dog, and uh, it's it's out wide again. With the sprint race, I suppose, at least it could be heaps of interference in it. And maybe it might you know, be lucky enough to get a decent run up but I wouldn't be holding my breath. Again, I wouldn't be backing it either. So there you go, Rosso, uh, of course, uh,
0: represented by Opawa Superstar, favourite for the Cup, fairly Abel, and of course Opawa so Bailey, who uh, looks to uh, get a bit more luck than he did in last year's Galaxy, and a uh, good effort by him, though, to be in back-to-back Galaxy Finals.
1: Certainly is. He's 40-to-1 uh, shot come the uh, Galaxy Final, race 7, 7.38 New Zealand time on Thursday evening. Uh, Robin, we'll wrap it up in a moment, but um, look, you've um, you've been breeding greyhounds for a good period of time now and some, some outstanding ones, some that have gone to the top of the tree. We talked about Opawa Swede, but other dogs like Opawa Shackley immediately spring to mind as well. Do you think an Opawa superstar, that ultimately, regardless of the outcome of Thursday, that he could be the very best that you've managed to produce? Well, I think Well, I, I, think, think, I, think,
4: I think so. I think well, so. But, we always look, you know, it's always, it's always hard to compare, isn't it, because you're always looking for, um, you forget about what some of the other dogs, the other dogs originally did, I'm No, he's got every advantage he's, he's only such a young dog, that's all. Would you have
1: been very bothered at all if, uh, if uh, Dave Fay had not bothered about the, the cup this year, given that um, he's only 21 months of age?
4: Well, I, I just leave it all day, but to David. Uh, you know, he has the choice. So I thought he might have put um, the other one in the O'Parma Chrissy, the bitch in the heaps, but he did it. And um, no, I just leave everything to him. He, he, he picks the races out, he's doing the training. so he can just
1: he do all the thinking. He's got a fair sort of a record. Um, Robin, in terms of breed, breeding numbers, uh, are you still doing the same as what you have been the last few years, or have you cut back a little?
4: Well we have, to cut, yeah, we back. have to cut, we cut back, we're just hopefully, go for hopefully quality, going for right? quality, um, oh, no. I don't know, no, no, no. no, no. we have no. cut, no. cut no. back, no. cut no. back on the no. actual no. training no. side no. of it myself, no. but um, no. it's just that these, no. just that these no. we've got no. some very nice no. brood pictures no. no. and, and they give you a lot of yeah, a enjoyment and they can produce winners.
1: Well, you've produced a beauty and a power superstar. We wish you the best of luck on, uh, on Thursday and indeed going forward. Robin, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very
4: much. Thank, Thank you. you very much.
1: Thank you. Robin Wales there, a man who has become associated very strongly with the New Zealand Cup over the last 15, 16 years. And part of the Gene and Dave Fahey legacy as they search their 10th New Zealand Cup winner.
0: Yeah, just a powerhouse of the the breeding scene here in New Zealand. Uh, These days, uh, the Opawa Racing Limited and Superstar here certainly topples the uh, pecking order, you would think. 13 starts, 11 wins, 2 seconds. Broken 30 seconds a number of times already at Eddington Raceway and the world would seem to be disappointing.
1: Indeed, he's breathtaking. But it's got to be said, uh, Damien, he has come up with a tough draw, and that's what makes the uh, Suck It Up Limited New Zealand Greyhound Cup such an intriguing race uh, this coming Thursday on our very best Greyhound racing program throughout the calendar year here in New Zealand.
2: No question. It's a big week. Good luck to all involved, and good luck to you, Rosso and Andy, uh, head of the big week in terms of media commitments, et cetera. Thanks for your time. That's another edition of Kiwi Chasing wrapped up. Enjoy the week ahead, particularly on Thursday night.